0: As I've gotten older, I've realized that everyone I ever thought was an adult as a kid <laughs> had no idea what they were doing.
1: Even though they acted with such authority, right?
0: Yeah. I, I thought, you know, at some point there's going to be a switch that flips in yeah. my mind that says- like, I'm
1: an adult now.
0: I know how life works.
1: <laughs> and I know how to parent. And I know these things. I but can
0: balance a checkbook. <laughs> I can mow the lawn. I can parent children. And I've got it all together. I've got a nice 401k and <laughs> life is good. No, you- life is like it feels like you never figure it out
1: yeah you're always learning
0: and so the most important component i'll say one of the most important components to that is community yeah are you learning in a vacuum are you parenting in a vacuum are you trying to figure it all out just staring god forbid at your phone looking for marriage advice which oftentimes will happen if you get into certain instagram (laughs) rabbit holes and things but (laughs) right here we are Well, we're saying don't just listen to the Fredericks, don't just listen to people like us who aren't actually in your life, get community and we're gonna talk about that today. What are the distinctives of Christian community and how do those actually work themselves out within the relationships you have with fellow parents? So we'll see you on the other side.
1: Last week's episode was pretty fun for us to make um, because we were laughing at ourselves, and at some friends maybe. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had no one it in was, mind. No, we didn't. <laughs> we wrote those. It things. was
1: just really funny because I think yeah. we've heard and just seen things. It was uh, what was it? Don't oh the it worst.
0: Like, it was like ten or it's like awesomely terrible mar- parenting advice. Parenting or something. advice,
1: yeah. yeah. It's like the worst parenting advice. Awesomely terriblest parenting something advice. Something like that. Look yeah. it up on the podcast it or on YouTube. It was fun. It was fun to do and kind of. <clears throat> I think refreshing to just kind of laugh at ourselves yeah. a little bit so
0: yeah whether you watch that episode or not welcome to this episode my <laughs> name is Ryan this is my lovely wife Selena. we're the Fredericks uh, we like to talk about family we like to talk about marriage we like to talk about parenting we like to talk about how does the scripture bear its weight on us in the best ways and how can we help couples families live in light of all of it right we want to be families that are built for the glory of Christ and so we're here to help you do that thank you for giving us your time your attention so today, uh, I think will be a rather speedy episode. We always say that, but who knows? I'm going for 22 minutes. He
1: always says that.
0: Yeah, but we like to talk. Once the once the camera's going, it's like I can't get her Do to stop. Do we? The st- <laughs> <laughs> so Christian community. Yeah. Let's talk about it. as a parent, I think sometimes you can feel like uh, offended <laughs> if people want to tell you how to how to fix your parenting. It obviously depends on how they they approach you.
1: Good. Parent. It depends on your relationship with them, I think, right? Okay, that
0: too. <laughs> but we can oftentimes uh, like think... Like
1: when I tell you how to parent, you never listen. <laughs> just kidding. Just say, I
0: know better. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, so I think what happens in Christian circles, and th- this is what I primarily want to address here, is that we can think that if we are around other Christians, then we have that Christian community box checked in our lives. In other words, we, we feel like we're living in Christian community, if we just happen to have enough enough a number of Christians in our phone or as friends on Instagram, whatever, is that the case? Are there distinctives that make a friendship distinctly Christian? Hmm. And are there distinct that those distinctives are not there? Does that friendship no longer fit the category of Christian community? Right. Even if much, you're both Christians,
1: right? And how much time and uh, focus or energy or what's the word? Not focus.
0: Attention! I don't
1: attention! Know. There it is. There it is. Uh, how much attention should we be giving that relationship, right? Yeah. As parents seeking out parental, uh, I hate to say advice, but maybe discipleship, right? We want our kids to be around other believers. We want our children uh, to be around people that value the same things that we value yeah. and that live that out. Uh, And that are teaching and training their own children and discipling them in ways that we hope to, right? Or that we already are, that we're wanting to. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've gleaned uh, not just parenting hacks, but actual instruction from another mom who is modeling discipleship with their child in a moment of discipline. I'm always just like, how do I deal with this? And I watch and I listen and I hear the words coming out of her mouth and I'm just like, how does she do it? But then you find yourself mimicking or modeling that same level of discipleship with your own children because, not just because you've been around other people, because we've been in God's word, right, together, but we've also been in deep, rich community. And how do you know it's deep and rich? We'll tell you through some of these distinctives.
0: Actually, I wanna do a shout out. This is for a a fellow YouTuber, good good buddy John Lovell. His channel's tiny, I'm trying to help him grow. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's huge guys it's a joke <laughs> we
0: got to hang out with with our good friends John and Becca Lovell over the last week uh, we knew them before I've known John for like 20 years yeah uh, we were I was in his wedding their wedding and anyway, <laughs> it's just his Becca happened to be there <laughs> but uh, um, but we were hanging out uh, cuz we had we were in Atlanta for a week we got to go see them yeah and one of the things we got to do was I got to go on a, a horseback ride with mm-hmm. John and his two boys and you're, it's exactly what you just described, is that I got to watch, uh, one of his sons was frustrated f- for some reason. It was valid to the son, and John was so patient and so instructive, and he, he, he called his son up to, a, he said, you you have good reason to be frustrated right now, son, but I'm calling you up to this standard. Will you will you meet me here? Mm. And it he was so kind and direct and just good and true, and, and I ahead. saw that, mm-hmm. and I thought, I wanna be more like John in that case. Mm-hmm. You know, you he, you know, you, you surround yourself with other people that have the same values as mm-hmm. you, and what you find is that yes, almost by default, you're called up to a standard, mm-hmm. and then what happens is they're calling you up to this standard, and then un, unknowingly you're calling them up to this standard. Right, it has a multiplying that, effect. Yeah, which happens most of the time is I'm calling John up to my standard, and he just <laughs> he tries, you know. But are you gonna
1: kidding. name his channel or does he Warrior Poet Society? There anyway, you go. You can find uh, that. It's small a tiny little... channel.
0: It's tiny, and they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> So I'm trying to tell, I'm trying to we're just trying to help now a little bit.
1: I do want to clarify when you say yeah. we when we say we have the same values, I think what we mean to say is that we are both following Christ with all of our hearts. We're trying to love him as best we can through how we parent, through how we love one another and are married, right? Right. These are not just I want to be a good person, I want to be grateful, I want to be uh, content, but these we want to Be holy, we want God to sanctify us, yeah. we want to be made um, new every day, and so I just want to clarify because values can yeah. be so general and ambiguous,
0: true. And so, we're going to talk about the distinctives today five distinctives of a Christian relationship, a Christian parenting community. Relation. Oh, yeah, Christian community, and this actually comes from so it's a parenting podcast, but we're going to talk about these points mm-hmm. that come from our book called See Through Marriage. Um, and we, uh, and, and the point at the the point of this section of the book was was talking about being fully known mm-hmm. by other Christians so that you can walk in the light, have fellowship, and grow in righteousness, yeah. right? And so the first distinctive...
1: And we'll talk about how it pertains to parenting. Yeah. I think it's probably a given, but... Well, it's... We yeah, and so I it. think
0: mm-hmm. with the overarching kind of statement we just said, that this is how we call each other up to these higher standards, but mm-hmm. also, like, if here's another example. If I were failing somehow... Mm-hmm. I would expect friends who knew me to not only see the failure, but to recognize it as failure and then call me out of it. Mm-hmm. But if I don't have that trust or that, but right. if they don't. And to do that, I think is almost impossible without these distinctives. So let's talk about them. The first one is this gospel centrality. And it says this, when it comes to living see-through lives and having see-through marriages or parenting relationships the last thing we need is more activities that distract us and maxed out friendship capacities that don't encourage us to ask and answer hard questions and yes. what i mean by that is that you can only have so many friends true friends yes because just we we're human we're not infinite yeah. right i think i have capacity for like four good friendships just
1: one, <laughs> one you, here. you don't count you're
0: you're way above oh sweet you're in your own category sweetheart
1: so four outside of me yeah okay
0: I only have that much capacity, Any, and I try to go further than that, all the friendships kind of degrade. Okay, so that's what I mean by maxed out capacities. Right. I says I simply see. I simply mean to caution you from having those types of friendships occupy the slot for Christian friendships. So, it's one thing to have a hobby. So I'm talking about relationships that are good and based on something that's not faith. So maybe you should, you like to hunt. You have your hunting buddies, or you have people at work that you're friends with. They might even be Christians. They can they they if they're going to occupy the slot of Christian friendship, they need to be gospel centered, mm. not not hobby centered, not work centered. Right. They need to be around the gospel. Meaning that we are primarily friends because we share Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, I'm saying, don't let those occupy your slot for Christian friendship in your life. Christian community, if it is going to mirror the transformative, transparent kind shown in Scripture, must have the gospel as its constant. It's loud center. So
1: an example of this might be if you go hunting with buddies, but they're not Christian, you're probably not going to ask them or seek out any marital advice or parenting advice from them. Though they might, Though they somehow they might seek offer it out from, some. yeah, or they might seek and it from you, which is great. Because, but
0: yeah, good advice can come from a, a multiple sources. It can. Yeah.
1: But then you, the way you are taking it in, right, is is not, oh, yeah, well, he said this, so this must be true, and this must be how I should act. No, obviously, it's, it's filtering through scripture. It's discerning, okay, he's not a believer. There's no fruit in his life that is showing me that he's a believer. So I'm going to be respectful and kind in this moment, but I'm not going to take on the weight of his words and take them for my instruction. And he authority. can still be a really good friend. I'm, Absolutely. And, and that's not, we have, I have but years there's always going to be a limit to that depth. Yes. There's a limit. If you well don't said.
0: share the gospel at the very center. So that's well the first said. differentiators, gospel centrality. The second one, Selena, what is that?
1: Uh, true transparency.
0: True transparency. So, so
1: what's that mean between fake transparency?
0: <laughs> I mean, th- th- because you can, yeah, there is a sense of like, you can, you can share just enough to kind of feel like you've, Met the quota, right? Yeah, you know, I've had a hard time. I mean, we're talking about marriage and things like that uh, in the book, but um, true transparency is is that you're not you're not withholding any piece of information that is deep in your heart. You're letting it be known, sure. The struggles you're facing, sure, in life, in parenting, in marriage, in whatever that thing is, right? Specifically in parenting. Listen, I can't get my kids to listen. Mm. I'm, I've tried everything. Yeah, they disrespect me they walk all over me, Mm -hmm. whatever the issue is, or I can't seem to get screens under control or I can't seem to get them to stay in bed. I can't, whatever. Sometimes we can feel a lot of shame about it and it will keep us from being fully known. Right. I think this is especially hard for moms.
1: I think so too. Um, One of the kind of pieces to this was uh, it's really hard for us to sharpen one another if we're not talking about real-time struggles and we're not being, mm. uh, I think we're just being, we talk too casually about them or they happened in the past or, or whatnot. Um, Ephesians 4.25 says, Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. I think we called this something like a sacrificial truth-telling, either when confessing our own faults or lovingly calling mm. out sinful behaviors in each other. Uh, It's predicated on an important mutual understanding of God's goodness in Christ and his ultimate sufficiency in calling us justified. So, the deepest, just one more quote, the deepest freedoms and joys of Christian community are only accessible with a foundational understanding of our identity in Christ. Mm. Again, without Jesus at the center, our community crumbles. Without Jesus at the center of me having another relationship with another mom and her saying, hey, I I noticed that you're... um, you're having a hard time with your kids and and you seemed a bit stressed out and your tone's a bit rough. Is there anything going on? Like, can I help you or, and, and having her ask those questions. And if, and if Christ isn't at the center, I'm Mm going to feel, I'm going to be offended. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be frustrated. I'm going to be like, how dare you question me or my parenting or how I'm being right. But because Christ is at the center, because I know that she cares for me and she's not just trying to prop herself up as a better mom. Uh, I know her motives are pure. I know that she is actually caring about my heart and caring about the hearts of my children, and caring about how yeah. if I'm gentle with them or not, and why. What are those reasons? And she can either give me examples or she can say, "Yeah, I'm I'm there too." And it's just really hard right now, and I'm not really sure what to do. But I'm praying about That's it. True. My husband and I are seeking, you know, wisdom and discernment about it. Right. So Christ changes everything. Right. Uh, I can be truly transparent with her. I don't have my walls will not just go up. Because she has, I know she has an ulterior motive. It would be a challenge right? at times, but it can it, be.
0: It, it's you have a better chance of not being closed off when you both understand that Christ's at the center. Yes, I that, think it's just yeah.
1: it's more disarming. Again, the relationship Good. is just generally disarming.
0: Number one, gospel centrality. Number two. True transparency. Right. Number three, depth in discipleship. And what I mean by that, and I'll just read another quote from the book, says depth and transparency go hand in hand, but the difference between them is that transparency makes deep relationships possible while depth only happens when you mindfully pursue it. Hmm. So transparency is always possible if you have the gospel at the center, but depth only happens when you pursue it. And so what I mean by depth in discipleship is that you have actual Christian community, people that you're being discipled by, and they're discipling you. Yeah, And that... You know so for for us we have uh once well it used to be once a week now it's moved to once a month but men's night mm-hmm. ladies night going through you know a hard list of things we we're talking about what's god doing in your heart how are you being prompted um and then it, we also talk about attitude and altitude okay in discipleship mm-hmm. so attitude is that that attitude you carry into the the friendship exchange right. father to father mother to mother i am here to grow. That's my attitude. I am here to be made more like Christ and you play a role in that friend. And that's the attitude. The altitude now is how deep are we going to go down that path? Yeah. Uh, Are we going to, are we going to continue kind of, you know, on kind of a, you know, cruise, cruise control, or are we going to actually push into God's word? Are we going to push into what it could mean for us? Mm. So that's the depth of discipleship. Again, these are distinctives to Christian relationship, Christian community. And so, uh, the the, uh, the impetus here is make sure you have people that do these things in that slot right. for your Christian community right. and they're not failing any of these areas.
1: Yeah, this is probably one of my my favorite chapters in the book that we got to write. And so there is more to this, and I would encourage you uh, to pick up a copy or two. Um,
0: look at you, the because, marketer here.
1: Well, it's she just it. it's so important to understand <laughs> the difference between Christian community yeah. and and just friendships, right, that are built around something else, because sometimes I think we go to the, the wrong person for uh, the wrong thing, because we just don't know any different. And we're like, well, sure. they're my friend, and we're sitting here at soccer practice, and I wonder what she thinks about this. And sometimes there's a time and a place to invite someone into a conversation it's like good. that, another parent, but um, again, knowing where somebody stands, what they believe, uh, the fruit in their own life, those are gonna be the factors that are gonna help you determine whether or not they're Christian community that you should be Pursuing or inviting into your own world. So, Good. Uh, differentiator number four, consistency. Consistency. Yeah.
0: So, I think this just has to do with building rhythms into your lives where you actually spend time together. Because, so I mentioned.
1: What do you mean together?
0: Well, one of my, you know, John is one of my closest friends. Mm-hmm. Well, he lives 2,000 miles away. <laughs> There's no way for us to consistently be they in each They live on the orbit. wrong coast. They, so. see, they live in the wrong place. They need to, <laughs> we always fight over that. The point is. There's no way to, to be consistent in that. So yeah. while I would say John is a vital part of my Christian community, he doesn't, like we just can't be consistent in each other's lives. And that's that's just on recognizing a it, basis, on a daily basis, right. or on a weekly basis or even a monthly basis. Now we could overcome that if we said, all right, we really want to double down on this. Yeah. We want to do a you know Zoom call, phone call, text, exchange, whatever. Yeah. We're going to fill out this.
1: And sometimes there's seasons for those types of things. But, right. in ter- but our argument, I think, here is that it's very important for you to kind of have that face-to-face a community. Yeah. And if you have been relocated, I mean, there's so many families that are like, we can't find Christian community or we've had friends that have moved away and they still call in to, to meet with someone or they still, uh, do we do Marco Polo sometimes, you know, there's just mm-hmm. ways that you can stay connected if you're kind of still searching and trying to find that Christian community or grow in that Christian community yeah. uh, where you're at geographically too. Pray for it cause yeah. we uh,
0: churches, um, yeah. because we recently changed churches because we were doing a COVID church thing and that Wrapped up, and now we we finally found another church that, and it took it took a lot of searching, a lot of prayer. I had even a reminder on my phone to pray about the church every day. Mm. God help us, help us find people that are going to actually be true Christian friends
1: that are on mission and that we, yeah, on
0: mission, we all can that serve and, and yeah. the Lord provided. And it did take some time, but um, but in that but time we faithful. grew. It was it's redeemed. True. It's nothing was in it's true. Or lost. All right, the last differentiator is this commitment. Okay, and what mm-hmm. I mean by this is that. Christian community is different because when even when we hurt each other, even when we offend each other, even when the parenting advice falls on deaf ears, and I'm really upset because so and so called me out and he had no right to do so, and then I go home and I think about it, and actually, he did have a right to do so. (laughs) I just
1: didn't like it. But I can
0: still be committed to him. I'm not going to turn tail and run.
1: Right. Because if you're surrounded, if your centrality, and the reason why your friends is because of a hobby. Well, you can find a thousand other friends somewhere else that do that same hobby, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about parenting, you're talking about someone in your family, especially your kids. Even if they are making you crazy some days, you still will defend them with your life, and you will say you will you will fight anybody else, right, who says that you're doing something wrong. Mm. But when we're committed to one another, there's nothing. The attitude changes. There's nothing we can't work through, right? It,
0: this is one of the. I think one of the starkest differentiators of Christian community, because if you think about it, if you offend your neighbor, even if you've got along for years and they're offended, they will likely just write you off. They'll avoid you. Mm -hmm. They won't bring stuff over. You know, they won't bring cookies anymore or whatever (laughs) the thing is Uh, in Christian community. It's that's different. not God's way. Absolutely, we turn, we, we press into the conflict. We press into yeah the, that process because it's sanctifying. Because mm-hmm. that's what we're commanded to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, just just to recap, the the five differentiators of Christian community are these: gospel centrality, mm-hmm. true transparency. Uh, what is the second? What is the third one? Depth in discipleship. Mm-hmm. Then four is consistency, consistency, and number five is commitment. Mm-hmm. So, I, I I would not be the man I am if it weren't for the men in my life. Mm-hmm the women in your life, like we would not be the people we are without Christian community. And I think especially in the area of parenting, we yeah. need it because none of us know what we're doing. And so uh, we just want to encourage you to do that. Of course, all this presupposes this idea that we call Christ our Lord and our mm. Savior. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior, uh, we want to invite you into relationship with him. He died for you. He died for your sins. The Bible says, even while you were still a sinner, Christ died for you. Mm. It is, it is a gift by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, not by work, so that no man can boast. You are called into trusting him for your salvation, and, and, and he is faithful Amen. to be trustworthy. And as a result, we live in things like Christian community. We can have joy that is otherworldly, we can have peace that is not, that doesn't make any sense because we have Christ. And so we want to invite you into trusting Jesus with your life. Mm. Um, If you want to take a few steps down that path, go to this website, thenewsisgood.com. You'll find some tangible steps there. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for the gift of friendship. Mm. I thank you for the fact that you um, are the governor of those friendships. You're the Lord of those friendships. You are the head of us all. And it is because of you that we can love and be loved and know and be known and do so confidently. Not just for the sake of being known, not just for the sake of being loved, Mm. but because you're making us more like you so that we might glorify you with every atom, our being. So Lord, we pray that you help us. We pray that you help the parents that are listening to this, watching this, that you would, if they don't have that community, Lord, I pray that you would bring people into their Mm. lives, into their orbit, that they might be on mission with other parents, with like-minded souls, that they can help guide each other Mm -hmm. um, according to your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you're still watching, you're still listening, thank you. Um, This content wouldn't be possible if it weren't for our loyal patrons. So if you want to be part of that small community, uh, go to fierceparenting.com slash partner. And you'll find some details there. We'd be grateful. We just ask you to pray about it, and if the Lord leads, that you would follow His lead. Um, that's it for this episode of Fierce Parenting. Um, so I gotta say it right this way: Fierce. Pa- this episode of Fierce Parenting is <laughs> in the can. We'll see you again in about seven days. Until next time, stay fierce. That's the second time today. I,
1: I have a hard time with that.